This is News Bants with myself, Bino Sabite. And me, Paul Nezendonyi. An unfiltered and light-hearted take on current affairs and politics. You can follow us on Twitter at NewsBank. Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of NewsBant with myself, Bino Sabite. And me, Paul Nezendonyi. Hi, Paul. How are you? Hi, B. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Do you know what? It's a really interesting day because we are recording on D-Day. The election is, well, the election's a bit of a joke, quite frankly, but we are recording (laughs) this as a US presidential election special because it's such a monumental event that's happening and we wanted to share the experience with you all the good and the bad so yeah it's it's I don't know where to start Paul I really don't know where to start um where should we start (laughs) the thing that's thrown everybody is that I guess that Biden hasn't won by a landslide already um as we're recording they're still counting and tallying up the votes and it's very very close it is. I mean, it's it's close, but despite the fact that it's close and, you know, we don't yet know who the president is, it's not kind of, no one has declared officially who it is. We've had Trump already declare victory. Like Trump has declared. <laughs> well, yeah, Trump, Trump <laughs> has declared himself as victor. And also, actually, I was listening to the news earlier on and Biden's team more or less said that they will win so he's not come out and said oh, i've won this election but they're kind of saying you know we 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 will win the election based on um what's happened so far i think it's pretty dangerous that we've had this situation where trump um has been for a number of weeks now trump's campaign team have been seeking to undermine um the electoral process um, you know, calling out foul and calling out the fact that fraudulent activity has been happening. There is, as far as we're aware, at this moment in time, no basis for these claims. So I think regardless of what happens, if Trump wins the election or it's Biden who wins the election, I think that they he has done irretrievable damage to the system, the democratic system in the US, because he's undermining people's trust, eroding trust in the political system. What do you think? I think you're right that he is undermining trust in the political system, in journalism. We've seen that through the fake news um, warnings that he keeps sending. Um, We've seen Twitter today having to put a lot of warnings on his tweets. I think He's basically undermined trust in a lot, you know, in a range of institutions. But the worrying thing is, or the worrying thing for the left, is that he is popular and all of this is happening, but people are still voting for him. You know, there's been a record turnout this time. And so he has had millions and millions and millions of people vote for him. And I think there are a lot of people who are surprised that Biden hasn't you know, won by the massive landslide yet. And he might still win by a landslide. They're still being counted. But, you know, as you said, Trump has already declared himself the winner. He's already rigged the Supreme Court because he's appointed his own judges. So he's ready to, he's already said he'll go to court. You know, he's got this, he's playing the systems in this way that is dangerous and really frightening. But we continue to be surprised by it. But this is just typical Trump behavior. 
And, you know, today we're looking at Twitter, so many people are going, oh my God, how's this happening? Why, you know, why, why is this not saying what the polls said? Why are we surprised by this? This is Trump. This is America. And actually, I think we do need to face up to the fact the world is a lot more divided than we like to admit. And actually, America is extremely divided and Trump is incredibly popular still. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, just when you think we reach peak Trump, he tops, he trumps, he trumps. Today, Trump trumps again. <laughs> he did. He trumped himself. But it is that that element of danger. I mean, in a kind of di uh, Tim Pop dictatorship, you would expect this kind of behaviour where, you know, uh, the systems kind of, they try and, well, they don't even go to this extent. They basically say, I've won and forget the, the lot of you and basically I'm still the dictator. This, though, is blatant kind of... Uh, sabotage of undermining the the democratic system and it's it's pretty scary and like i said regardless of what happens and whoever wins this is the legacy that's going to be left in america i mean he told people to to stop counting i.e stop the democratic process these your people you know have cast their ballots they voted and he doesn't want additional votes to count because he knows that those votes that typically come in via the postal route are more than likely going to be for the Democratic candidate, Joe Biden. And so therefore, he doesn't want people to count those votes. I mean, it's nuts that we're hearing this from the US president, um, that that is the case. Um, and yeah, it's great at the same time that this has been an election where this is, I think, the biggest turnout in, in, in history in terms of people turning out to vote, which is great. It's always good that people express their democratic right. But I have to say, something that actually has, has really, I don't know, shaken me, scared me, made me question what the hell is going on, are the black men, black women, Latina men, Latina women, whereby Trump has increased his share of the vote amongst those groups since 2016 against the backdrop of Black Lives Matter, all the terrible things uh, that he's invoked in terms of a racial division, building the wall, for goodness sake, building the wall with Mexico. I just, why would you then vote for him? I mean, look how he, he separated those kids that will never find their parents again. And what, it is the bit I don't understand. And I'm sorry, some people are not going to like what I've got to say right now, but I'll say it anyway, because you know me, this is a, you know, unfiltered. Oh, God. Go it's a bit like Kemi. I don't know. I have to go there, Paul. It's a bit like Kemi Badendock, if I'm pronouncing her surname correctly. When she had that whole speech around, you know, um, the, the the curriculum and, and um, not teaching um, kids about white privilege. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get if you, I'm not saying that if you're black or an ethnic minority, you have to be a socialist. That is not you what are, I'm though. saying at all. No, 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 you no, are. it's not. You're no, no. What I'm a left wing liberal socialist. And no, no. What I'm, you. No, no, no. What I don't get is how. <sighs> Deep breath. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> I don't get how you can almost make yourself blind to the reality of what is going on to the majority of your community the systematic um 
destruction of the community via the systems and processes that are in place and almost ignore that and put your blinkers on and say, well, actually, in my world, everything's great. I've risen to this level. Therefore, racism and everything else that's going on, that it's it's not real. It's not real. You just need to you just need to climb on the ladder and do your best and everything will be great and everything else. I don't get that mentality. That's me. I don't get it. I don't understand. And again, I'm not saying that if you're black or if you're any type of ethnic minority that you have to be left wing, but I just don't understand how you can be blind to the reality of what's going on in the world. How can you be blind to what has happened in America, the system, what's going on there? What motivates you as a black woman, as a black man in America to vote for Trump. I, think, I just don't I think get you it. Put your finger. That question, I think, is the question that I think the left is really struggling with at the moment. Um, and not even the left, you know, I think it's too simplistic to say it's left the left and it's the liberals. Mm. It's not as simple as that. But we saw it with Brexit where people are surprised. We saw it here with Boris winning. People are surprised. We saw it with Trump, you know, five years ago. I think. The world is more complicated than we maybe like to think. And I think, yeah, black people don't all see the world through one lens. I think no. that, yeah, things are just a lot more, you know, more complicated. And I think you I think what you say is that, yeah, some black people will say, I'm going to be selfish. I'm doing okay. So I'm not going to think about other people. But that's with all races. It's the same with classes. You know, there are people um, from lower working class backgrounds who will vote for, you know, for the Tories, for example. And people say, well, the Tories, the party of the rich people. But actually, people will still see something they like. And the same with rich people will say, I might vote for the Tories because I like that, or I might vote for Labour because I see something there. I think that it's a lot more complicated. And I think we need to answer that question about what is it about, what is it that attracts someone to vote? And actually, the thing we saw with Trump is that you know, him going around singing YMCA and Macho Man, him with his simple messaging, his message of hope, people like it. Trump had a very simple message of hope. He's, you know, he's built up the economy, even though the economy was actually, you know, strong under Obama when uh, Trump yeah. took over. Trump has taken that and said, I've strengthened the economy and, um, you know, essentially said COVID is a blip and, you know, there's more jobs than there are people He's offered hope. He went to Florida. He offered hope to black people and to Latinos. And that that resonated. I don't know what it is that about it, but something resonated. And actually, he somehow has offered something that Biden hasn't. And when I look at Biden's campaign, it was, you know, it was just lackluster. It was boring. It just didn't have any vigor. And, you know, I don't like Trump. I don't like anything Trump stands for. But it was a campaign that's captivated um, and, you know, in the sense of him, whether you're saying good or bad things about him, you're talking about him. And there's a lot of shy Trump voters out there, I guess, who didn't want to admit that they were going to vote for Trump. So the left, again, has been blindsided by this. But there are questions that I think we do need to work out. Why is it that there are some people who will vote for the likes of Trump and for the right? Because until we do that, I don't think we've got a hope. I think we can't just keep assuming that because we believe in goods and or in the left or in fairness and all of that kind of stuff that's enough um because yeah i woke up today and I, the thing that surprised me was that trump didn't win by a landslide um and i think if we didn't have covid trump would have won by a landslide but covid is the thing that stopped him um winning um 
and it looks like Biden might win. But yeah, I just think it's time for us to really take a step back and think, what is it that the left now need to do to, you know, really engage and understand and to recognize that people are different and that it's not enough to just be, you know, black working class and assume you've got the vote. Yeah. You know what, Paul, I do agree with you because you're right. The stats of <laughs> the evidence is there. And, you know, even in this bitterly divisive US world in which we live in, where we've had the killing of so many black people, we've had the Black Lives Matter, I mean, the killing of George Floyd, I mean, against that whole entire backdrop, you're right, if 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 Trump can increase his share of the black vote against that backdrop, then certainly I agree that questions need to be asked. And I know that, you know, this isn't about maybe just the pure, you're black, so therefore X, Y, and Z. Of course, we are all multiple identities, as you say, and we're not defined just by our race. And there are other factors involved as well. And I think it will be fascinating. I think it will be a bitter pill to swallow, but I think it will be fascinating to look at the research yeah. once you know this is all done and dusted dusted and to really analyze as you say what are people's motivations because i just can't get my head around it i'm not gonna lie when i saw the bar chart from um edson this morning and now I, saw your I, I was like <laughs> <laughs> i was just like what this is just cray cray you know it just doesn't make it just and maybe that's part of the problem to me and i'm sure there are other people like me and you as well it just doesn't make any sense although i think you're a shy tory but anyway that's by the five <laughs> the thing is it makes sense to me and and i think the other thing is so there's that you saying that that's a really interesting thing that i think there are people who are shy about being trump voters or being mm. boris supporters um because of that kind of the insult, oh, you're a shy Tory, you're a Tory, you're a Trump supporter becomes an insult and people don't want to admit it. And that's why I think the pollsters get it wrong. Because somehow, if you disagree with someone on the left, you're bad and it's an insult. And I think that's not helpful to the left because you need to engage and you need to ask, well, why do you want to vote for Trump? What is it about Trump that's appealing? Um and I think I can see, I think what's interesting for people about Trump is that he's a bit, he's the anti-politician, whereas Biden is the lifelong politician who's a dodgy old man and who's done nothing else with his life, from what I can see. It's not oh, a sad oh. story, I know. Wow. But actually, Trump has, you know, I don't like Trump, like I say, but he's got, I don't know what you can call it, charisma or what, Um there's something about... But he's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a, liar. a serial like, liar. People like the simplicity of the hope he offers. And that's the other thing I think that um, politicians on the left perhaps haven't offered so far is that sense of hope. I don't know what Biden's message was. All Biden talked about was COVID. There's a majority in America who don't even believe that COVID exists. So like I say, Trump was talking about the economy because the majority of people in, in America vote based on the economy. Most people in America aren't so bold about COVID and Trump, Trump has said to them, it's temporary. So yeah, thousands of people are dying, like we're seeing here. But actually, when it comes to the voting, people still go with Trump because of hope. And that message of things are going to get better, things will be will improve. That's something the Americans like. It's all that American dream stuff they buy into. 
and I think mm. it's there's a story and we need to tell better stories I don't know we need to get over this well you're you're on the right so you you're wrong you awful Tory or whatever you know I think it's more complicated than that and I I don't see you know I think party mm. politics again it's life is more complicated so there might be parts of the Tory manifesto someone will like there might be parts of the Labour manifesto they will like there might be parts of the Lib Dems if they still exist I think they do but it's hard you, you know when you get to the ballot box you can't mix and match but I think in between mm. times actually life is more complicated and you kind of end up picking and choosing from here and there and everywhere and unfortunately though at the ballot box you do have to vote Trump if that's what you want and it's really scary because yeah he's a dangerous man um and who knows where we're going to end up well, exactly. That's a thing. I mean, what is next for America? Because even if Biden does win, um, he may not have enough to control the Senate. See, he may have the House of Representatives, but he may not have the Senate. So then in terms of what he can actually do will be limited. Um, and like again, even if he does win, Trump has kind of ingrained in the minds of his supporters, certainly, that this is an illegitimate win. Um, so will it lead to, you know, unrest within America? You know, we don't know where this will go to. He is a dangerous man because, you know, he can't, if he, he won't be able to, well, as we've seen already, he's not going to take it lying down in terms of if he is losing, which we have seen. He'll challenge it, take it through the courts. What does that mean for the soul of America going forward? It is an extremely divided nation I mean, you, it's not like here where people are talking about this Brexit festival and bring everyone back together. <laughs> this, this is like deep, deep, deep stuff. Stuff actually that it's never been buried because obviously this election has 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 triggered kind of like well, I say racial divisions, but there's divisions across the whole land, and some of this has been stuff that has been resurrected from back in Jim Crow days, for goodness sake. The stuff that we're starting to see. So how does America move forward? Can it move forward? Or is this now basically the America going forward? This is, this is, this is the state of the nation and it's, it's going to lead to further destruction of, of systems. And actually, whilst America's going through this chaos, I mean, Trump's always trying to like, pitch America as the greatest nation on earth. Meantime, look at China. Um, look at, you know, the, the East, you know, the economy is doing far much, you know, it's improving, their COVID issue seems to have, like, gone. And so whilst the West is kind of going through this crisis in its democratic process, other parts of the world are, are carrying on and, you know, what is left yeah, I think for you're America? Right that actually, probably the most dangerous thing is the is the rhetoric that he's put out there. And it's the continuing undermining of, you know, the media and politics, the courts and the various institutions. Mm -hmm. And if in people's minds, Trump, you know, if even if, if Biden wins and in people's minds, yeah, it's illegitimate, then, yeah, he has no authority. And, yeah, as you say, he may not, you know, politically, the, the system may not allow him authority, but it's more that in people's heads, he's not the real president. And that kind of story is dangerous, you know, the... We've, you know, the media will try, but if Trump's continuing to criticize and undermine, you know, he's still got Twitter. Um, you know, the, the, the scary mm -hmm. thing is that I, I imagine that even if Trump loses and is gone, 
he will continue to dominate headlines and that's dangerous for for biden you know all the way even all the way through yeah. this election i bet you know all i like i said all i saw biden was dodgy old man mask fake you know trump was when trump was in hospital he was continue you know, trump i don't i still don't know if i entirely believe he even had covid but i don't know if he's you know, if Who their knows? strategic comms yeah. and planning and p- political analysis is good enough, but, you know, him getting COVID, him, you know, being fallen and then rising up again, all the, you know, the announcements, he continued to dominate. And once, if he's removed from office, he will continue to, um, like I say, even that ridiculous video of him singing, you know, and dancing you know, there was half the country laughing at it and there was half who were going, that's our president. He's so presidential, we're electing him. Mm-hmm. And again, I think while we're laughing at memes of him, other people are seeing that as as campaign material and reasons to vote for him. Um, yeah. And like I say, I think, yeah, whatever happens, he will continue to be there in the background. You know, someone, unless someone takes that keyboard away wow. from him, who knows? Unless we can get him put into prison. Well, well, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Well, it's interesting because also I think for the Republican Party, I think there was a stage, you know, where people were kind of like disgusted, like some Republicans were disgusted that he was their president, essentially. But because he's not done badly, because he hasn't, I mean, from what we know so far, it's a cl- it's a close race, right? He hasn't been flounced by a Biden. It's not going to be a complete wipeout. So therefore... Are the Republicans now thinking, well, actually, Trump is our man. And in four years time, do you know what? We'll keep building up his supporters. And in four years time, we'll will him out again. And there is a possibility that he will be the candidate. I I can't remember how old he is, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's back again in four years time. And, you know, Biden, you know, you, you say he's dodgery. Your words, not mine. Dodgery old man. But. Let's just say on that basis that he's not the candidate in four years' time. I mean, it could be... I mean, he might not... I don't know. If he's a president, who knows? He may not... I don't want to say this. That sounds awful, that he may not last the four years. And I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it. But he might just get tired, let's say. So he, he may not last the four years. A permanent nap, oh, yeah. sounds of it. And then it'll be... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's not what I meant. Uh, Sorry. Kamala, Kamala Harris, you know, that would be interesting because then she'll be president potentially in that interim period before the, the four years is out, which would be obviously historic first um, mixed race um, um, woman uh, to be president. That would be so interesting. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that... <laughs> I'll go back to my original point is that this may not even if it's the end of Trump this time it may not be the end yeah. of the end of Trump yeah he will be back in four years time but also what does that mean for just generally western democracies and where we see these characters be it Brazil where else have we got characters um oh god my mind's gone but you know what I mean well even here in the UK we've got these characters that are oh, I don't know how to describe them. They're an affront to your left wing liberal out. black values. <laughs> Populist 
kind of right-wingy type characters that, <laughs> that, are, that are leading the West. I mean, what is going on, Paul? I mean, I despair. I really I think, do. I, I really think, despair. I mean, yeah, you, you sum it up. You know, they're characters and that just makes me think, well, we can't just keep writing them off as characters. We do need to work out what's going on and what is it that, that why are they appealing? Why, why are people in the world going to them? Um, you know, at least 50% mm. and actually more in some cases, you know, they're, they're in, you know, they're winning by landslides, you know, um, there's yeah. something there, you know, we've talked about, you know, um, in this country with Boris and, you know, hopefully the, you know, people are seeing sense and seeing, you know, that COVID isn't being managed in the right way, but for a long time, he's managed to stay popular somehow, you know, Trump is, is popular, um, they know how to campaign. They know how to keep messages very simple. Know how to, you know, get the public imagination. Um, so yeah, their characters, you know, they they play up to it, but they know what they're doing somehow. You know, I I to some extent, I think we write Trump off as a fool, but I think to some extent he knows what he's doing. He knows how to stand up there and and give a speech when he needs to, and you know you know, be all stupid and dance in a silly way, you know, and American presidents have always danced. Clinton danced, Obama danced, you know, and we always go, oh, well, you know, Obama was the better dancer. You know, yeah, Trump can't dance, but people liked watching him dance. Popular video. He got his, you know, and I don't, I I don't think he will win. I Mm. think Biden should hopefully touch wood, you know, (laughs) but who knows? It's so close. Oh, yeah, it is. It's very close. I mean, isn't it interesting? I mean, I've seen, I've counted, and there's probably more now since when I last looked, but on Twitter, there were about four warnings I saw against tweets, uh, obviously violating the fact that what what he's tweeting is is either not factual or is inciting something. And, you know, four warnings I saw so far. I mean, that's awful. Yeah, awful for. The president of the but United States. But they just States. need to delete him. I mean, again, we, we and we say it's awful, president of the United States. It's awful, Twitter, delete him, hmm. kick him off. You know, why are you it's putting information point, out there that, mm. you know, that because you can still click and read it. Yeah, you've got the warning, but just don't let it, just don't put it up. Done. I think sometimes, you know, we, we can blame yeah, the characters, cause... but actually... There, it's also the methods that we're allowing this information to get out there. Um, and that's also partly, yeah. you know, maybe this, there is a link between these characters rising and social media. There probably is because they also don't rely on the media now, the traditional media. They can talk directly Very to true. us. Trump gets up and sits on the toilet and tells yes. us exactly what's going on in his life. You know, we don't need to wait for the New York Times or the Clinton News Network to tell us what's going on. <laughs> you've fallen for it <laughs> you're fake news fake news not you you you're fake news I mean, don't like you years. yeah what an amazing <laughs> like you could have taken it up oh but. god no as as uh alan um tweeted um on twitter obviously that because <laughs> i said this is basically this year all this this event i think there was something about the the republicans had down a senator who's actually died and they kind of had him on on the ballot 
but he's actually dead. And I said, well, this could be like a script from um, Sunset Beach, that famed <laughs> older soap from back in the day. And Alan tweeted back to me saying that this year could have been written by the ghost of Aaron Spelling. And you know what? He's right. <laughs> he's right. I mean, there's, it just, could it, I just, yeah, it's just an unbelievable 2020. It really is. And it's not over yet. We still don't know what's happening with the election because we don't know the result. Obviously, there's postal ballots. And by the way, the American system, obviously, they've got their system. But what a long old system it is, isn't it? It's very long winded um, that you can put your, your ballot in the post yesterday and it will take, you know, so many days to get to its destination and then it's counted. It seems like a really old fashioned system for such a modern country. And obviously, there's a whole thing about the electoral college system, which is a whole other ball game because you can win the election by popular votes, but yeah. unless you've got the electoral real college, you don't win. So it's it, anyway. Look, no country has it perfect. That's, that's, well, that I'm sure the they are, but you know, no, yeah, it is. Oh, Paul. Well, I'm sure we all come back to this. <laughs> I know, I know, Paul. I know. I'm sure we all come back to this topic soon when we know who's won. But for now. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, continue to do so. Um, if you are on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel, like it, leave a comment. Um, if you're on Twitter, we are at and Newsbans. And if you're on Instagram, we are at Newsbans. Yeah, we're Newsbans <laughs> everywhere. We're Newsbans, basically. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for listening, and we will see Take you care. soon. Goodbye. Take care. Bye. <laughs>